In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, God is one. Amen. Begin by reading 2 Peter chapter 1, verses 10 to 19, and then Matthew chapter 17, verses 1 to 9. It's all about the transfiguration of our Lord and God and Saviour, Jesus Christ. You know, he went up on the mountain, St. Peter tells us all about it. St. Matthew tells us all about it as well. It completely blew St. Peter's mind. And years later, not long before he was due to be executed by being crucified upside down, he knew he was going to be. It was still something that was in his heart that he felt he must tell you about because this is where he saw what the Lord is really like, maybe when the Lord was by himself. Transfigured. The Lord is transfigured. He was shining with uncreated light. His clothing was shining with uncreated light. Probably the mountaintop was shining with uncreated light. Moses and Elijah were shining with uncreated light. Probably Peter and James and John also were shining with uncreated light. That's certainly what the church fathers think. And I suspect that around the Lord's feet, the rocks are shining, the flowers are shining, the worms are shining, the butterflies are shining, the flies were shining, the birds would have been shining, everything shining with transfigured light shining from them. And at that moment, we see how things really are and how they will be and how they should be. Where the Lord is, in the end, everything is transfigured. We know from Revelation, for example, the Lord makes a new heaven and new earth in which there is no shadow. Everything, all the light comes from within itself. It is transfigured. Nothing is ever the same again. Everything made new, made beautiful. This is what the world looks like when there's no sin, when everything has been made perfect. The Shekhinah itself, the cloud, shone around them. You could say, some people say overshadowing, but outshining the sun. This is the Holy Spirit that came and covered the whole mountain. And above, they hear the voice. St. Peter is so impressed by this voice that years later he's able to say what is said. They hear the voice of God the Father. They experience that within the Holy Spirit, they see the transfigured Christ. They see how things really are with him. And they see how things will be one day also with them. It's magnificent, it's beautiful, it's rich, it's deep, it's shocking to them. They are tongue-tied, they say things that they find foolish, their minds are blown because they see how gorgeous everything is meant to be in Christ. And they get a glimpse, therefore, of the untouched Eden, 
They get a glimpse, therefore, of the world to come. They get a glimpse of what it means to be divinized by God, to be transfigured within, for theosis to take place within you, to be fully engodded in Christ, shining with uncreated light, as did Moses, as did Saint Seraphim of Sarov, and probably many other people who very quietly keep it to themselves. And that bright, shining existence in which there is no shadow, no decay, no past, no future, is where we are when we come to pray with Christ, with pure hearts, with pure minds, with pure bodies, with pure intentions, simply and only wanting to be with Christ. The Apostle Peter wanted to stay like that forever. Let me build booths, he says. But that vision has to be left till later. He can't stay like that forever. We have to come back down the mountain and deal with problems. And there are plenty of problems when they get down to the bottom of the mountain. The other nine have not been doing too well. But for that moment, those three, they see the fullness of the kingdom of God as it is, as it has been, and as it will be, fully expressed in front of them. And Peter is delighted with this, and he wants you to hear the following words. He says, you will do well to pay attention to this as a lamp shining in a dark place until the day dawns and the morning star rises in your hearts. What a fabulous bit of writing for a fisherman from Galilee. What a wonderful thing God did with him, transfiguring this man. So he is completely different from the man before the resurrection, completely different, filled with the Holy Spirit, able to bring the gospel to the furthest reaches of the world. Now it's our turn. Our turn too, to take this transfiguration, to be transfigured within our own lives. This is not imitating Christ, it's allowing the Lord, through the Holy Spirit, to change us completely. So we too, in the end, shine with transfigured light and bring the light of Christ, the light of the Holy Trinity, to everybody else. That light is wild. That light, that transfiguration, infuses everything, brings everything anew, transfigured before God. Happy Feast. God bless you. Your prayers. Amen.